Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Welcome back listeners to another amazing, super positive, productive episode. We are still reeling from last week's episode where we had Sandy visit and kind of chat with us and provide a whole bunch of clarity around ADHD in adults and how that manifests and how to really use it as a superpower as an entrepreneur. Today, we're going to segue a little bit into talking about how to boost your mood and increase creativity and productivity. Being a business owner can be rewarding. We all know that. We've had our wins. We've had our shout for joys. If anyone's on my Facebook page, you know, if I'm celebrating a win and feeling rewarded, I'm going to go live and share it with everybody. (laughs) But it's also challenging. When you're going through this journey of entrepreneurship, the demands can lead to stress, which will have a negative impact on your mood, your overall creativity, and productivity. But guess what? There are strategies you can put into place, and we are going to chat about those today on The Entrepreneur Encounter. We're your hosts, Sarah and Dana, and we're going to be wrapping up this month's theme and explore more ways to achieve this balance and thrive as a business owner. So let's dive into it. One way is self-care. Self-care seems to be this buzzword that everybody throws around, but it helps. As you run your business, it can feel like you're running around 24-7. You're working during the day, and then your mind is always going of different ways that you can improve your business. But when you neglect your self-care, this will lead to burnout and decline in both your mood and productivity. You want to make self-care a priority by setting some time aside to do things that brings you joy. This can look like reading a book, going for a walk, and, you know, spending time with your loved ones. For those that have a family, usually that is our big why on why we started our business is so that we can spend more time with our family. You want to take breaks, which is essential so that you can maintain a positive mood. Another thing is maintaining a healthy lifestyle. This can be really hard, especially if you're sitting at your desk all day, every day. This can be challenging, but imagine if you are not sleeping right, if you're not eating right. I know for the last couple of nights, I haven't been getting enough sleep. So that can affect your mood. Exercise helps, even if it's just, you know, walking outside and walking around. When you are exercising, this actually releases the endorphins in your body, which is a natural mood booster. I mean, obviously, this doesn't have to be like a hardcore workout where you're like lifting weights or, you know, going for a marathon, but just find something that helps you get your body moving. And then when you're in a better mood by eating right, sleeping right, exercising, your productivity can run smoothly. 
<laughs> so one of my goals for September, I actually sent to a friend of mine. I found it on Pinterest. It's like a challenge of wondering how fast I can find it on my phone. But one of the things that it recommended to have like a super awesome fall season was to get outside for at least 20 minutes a day. It listed journaling and working out and like all these standard self-care priorities. So what I have been challenging myself to do is one, watching my portions because I've learned that I don't realize how big my portions are. I like to feel full. And so I will eat until I'm full, but not always with the best foods. So one, I'm getting in the habit of not overfilling myself, but also doubling up on, I just go walk outside for about 30 minutes. There's a track near the school where I drop my son off in the morning. So I have just been going there. As long as it's not raining because I'm not quite that dedicated. I have an app that I will use at home to get my steps in (laughs) when it's raining. But I'll go and park there and I'll walk about 30, 35 minutes outside and enjoy the sunshine. Most of the time I'll listen to a podcast or honestly, I'll empty out my email. So I'm almost doing three things at one time. I'm getting the fresh air that I need. I'm getting the exercise to hit those endorphins. And then when I get to sit on my desk, I already have a clean inbox. So like it's a triple win, you guys. The next thing, if self-care is very difficult for you, as it is with most of us, women, specifically entrepreneurs, when you feel like the deadlines are just constantly swinging by, set clear goals and prioritize tasks. Maybe you don't have 30, 35 minutes in the morning to walk. Maybe only walk for 10 minutes. Maybe only do one lap. If you're lucky enough to have like a walking track or something nearby, Well, after you drop your kids off, stop for 10 minutes, do one lap real quick, or honestly, just stop, park and sit and enjoy fresh air for 10 minutes and kind of clear your mind before you have to hyper focus on client work when you get home. So we talked about this a little bit last week when we talked about ADHD. There are some great tips in the episode. So the links for that will be in the show notes, but you don't have to feel all over the place. When you have a roadmap for your workload and know what needs to be done each day, it's going to reduce stress. So One of the things that was mentioned and that was new to me was scheduling in. So I had meetings on my calendar, but if they're out of the house, I was not scheduling the travel time. So I was constantly feeling overwhelmed that I was going to be late or something along the lines. So one of my goals after this episode was to create a positive work environment. And so what that means to me is knowing when I need to leave my house and when I need to be ready so that I'm not trying to speed through yellow lights. (laughs) I'm able to do those walks in the morning and not feel stressed that I like have to dash home to get to my desk and I must be chained here because that doesn't make me feel good as an entrepreneur. So if you're working in an office with a team, whether you're working at home and you have a virtual team or it's in person, take a few moments today when you listen to this episode and how does the atmosphere feel? If it's not so great, because from time to time it's not, we've all been there, then that environment's going to affect your mood. So really set clear goals and prioritize ways that will change that work environment, whether it's internal for you to get that walk in so you have like a clear mind before you have to deal with people, air quotes, (laughs) 
Or <laughs> include your team members. Like make it a fun challenge of even as simple as drinking enough water. Y'all are all in the office. How many cooking drink four bottles of water a day? And see what how that changes the environment overall. When I was working in office, um, I mean, obviously we were a small staff, busy and kind of overworked. And there was a lot of stress going on. And I thought of a really cool idea and everybody really enjoyed it. I called it the Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> yes, already. I love the way this sounds. <laughs> so what I ended up doing was I would get sticky notes and go online and just find the most randomness fact about whatever. It doesn't matter. And I literally every Friday when nobody was at their desk, I would go put sticky notes on everybody's desk. And when I started doing that, it was like creating this laughter in the office. Mind you, it was a big open space. So we didn't have an office. We didn't have cubicles. So when it was like super quiet, you would hear everybody laugh. And that was super fun. And I wasn't trying to make them expect that they were going to get their backs every Friday. But there was one Friday where I think I forgot to do it. And you could feel the atmosphere. Like you can feel the energy in the office. Like, why is nobody laughing? I'm like, oh, I forgot my facts. <laughs> but no, like it made the day go by so better, you know, like especially if you're working on a big project and you're so busy, just five minutes a day, just make sure that somebody on your team laughs. Like that brought so much joy to my work day and to everybody else's work day as well. I think we should include that in our group. <laughs> <laughs> everybody thinks that when you're working, you have to do anything that you post on social media or whatever, like it has to pertain to your business. I think it's time to bring back the fun fact Fridays about random stuff that has nothing to do with work. Because another thing too, like I think people would really enjoy that. Oh, 100%. I'm constantly wanting to learn new things. So fun facts would just give me something to dive deep into when I need a brain break. Now that's going to go into like seeking inspiration outside of work. You know, like that has nothing to do with work, but it will still make everybody laugh. We don't want to be feel like we're tied to work all day. Again, like that's why I think most of us started our business journey, our entrepreneurship journey is because we didn't want to feel like we're tied to our work all day, every day. And if you are feeling stuck, you need to do something outside of work because ideas can come at weird times. You know how like when people say they come with an idea because they're in the shower, it's like those random things. If you're not so tied to your work, it seems as the more creativeness comes to mind. Last weekend, I took the kids to the pier and we walked for like 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes back. So that was a really good time to get out. It's nice outside. The breeze is nice. And then that's when my mind started going. I wasn't looking at my phone. I was just enjoying the time with my kids. And when I got home, I just took out my notebook and like ideas flowed. So if like if you're feeling stuck and you're trying to figure out if you're doing a podcast or running a blog or doing social media content, just get out, get out. Again, back to like when things pop into your mind at the most random times, like when you're driving. I think this is why a lot of people end up doing a lot of reels in their cars. Have you noticed that? Because, you know, they're sitting in their car or in car line, things come to your mind. And you're like, OK, I need to get this out. My live this week was in my car while I was driving because I just needed I didn't want to pull over. I was just, you know, 
Yeah. Obviously not making eye contact with anyone, but yeah, I was driving and I had something to share. I was excited, though I shared it. So you know how they say that if you dream about work, it's because you're stressed? Because sometimes that happens. I don't know if you've heard that, but my husband, like he used to hear like the beeping sound of the printer from the kitchen. Because you know, when you like work in the kitchen, <laughs> you hear the beep beep sound. And when I was so like overworked, he kept dreaming about that. I'm like, you were stressed about it. So well, obviously, like when you dream about stuff, I, like if you dream about work, it's usually because you're stressed. The other night, I had a dream about like a new workflow because I was getting stressed about certain things within my business. And I was really upset because when I woke up, I did not remember the dream. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, that just goes back to like seeking inspiration outside of work. Some people, you know, dream about stuff and they believe in that. But I just thought it was a funny thing to like, oh, I had this great idea that I woke up in and didn't remember it. <laughs> That just means it wasn't important. Probably not. I don't remember any of my dreams, so I guess that's a good thing. Also, you want to invest in continuous learning. Over the last two years, I have learned so much more than I would have in school. I have a degree in human services. I used it for two years, and I thought about going back to school for business, but that costs a lot of money. And I think there's so much free stuff out there. You got YouTube, blog posts. There's so many things out there that will help you learn. And I believe that if you continue to learn, you're going to stay updated on like the latest trends and figure out like the industry that you're working in. You can attend workshops, go to different networking events and have conversations with people, ask questions to learn. You don't necessarily have to pour like thousands of dollars to going to school. I mean, I'm not knocking anybody that goes to school because I actually enjoyed going to college, but there's people that don't have the means to do so. So just think outside of the box. I've learned more about SEO in the last six months than I have ever because I went down the rabbit hole trying to learn and ask questions. Also, you want to encourage your team to do the same. So if you have a team, if you gain knowledge, if you learn something, you should give that to your team as well. So the knowledge gained from continuous learning is going to fuel your creativity. Speaking of complimentary continuous learning opportunities, on the 28th of September, we are actually putting on a workshop. Sarah is going to be our, <laughs> our main speaker. Would you like to share a little bit more details about that for our listeners? Yeah, of course. So the workshop is why are soft skills important in the workplace? I truly believe that if you do not have soft skills set in place for your business, you will not necessarily fail, but probably the growth would be a little bit slower. So soft skills are communication, time management, work ethic, team building, everything that we speak on in this show, this workshop will go more in depth. And you will learn different types of soft skills, why you need them in the workplace, how you can hire better people based on their soft skills. Also, if you need to learn more information as well, just to kind of get an idea, I do have a blog where I speak on soft skills so that you can have all that information there. And the link will be in the show notes. Awesome. So hopefully we get to see you there and learn a little bit more about each other and actually see your face. So the next thing with 
sparking creativity and productivity is one of my favorite things and something I tell every professional and small business owner is to delegate and collaborate. It's not just delegating and saying, okay, you handle this and run with it. I have had clients in the past that do this, but then offer very little feedback. There's no collaboration. So then when I do the task after asking questions and getting nothing back, I go ahead and wing it and do the task in a way that I would like to have done. Sometimes there is some not so positive feedback. So that's where the collaboration part comes in. We're not just delegating for the sake of delegating, which does sound nice, There also needs to be some sort of collaboration. It's very common for business owners to try and do everything themselves. I do that. Mm -hmm. I'm really bad at it. I'm calling myself out here. But from firsthand experience, as Sarah well knows with my venting sessions, sometimes each week before and after recording, this can lead to overwhelm and decreased productivity And if you're like me, I will sit at my desk at the end of the day sometimes before I wrap up and I'm like, what exactly did I do today? Yeah. (laughs) If you find yourself asking that question too many days in a row, then it might be time to delegate and collaborate with someone else. Learning how to delegate tasks and collaborate with others who can complement your skills and expertise. So I have recently done this. I hired four very different virtual assistants for my business last month in August. We are in September. I just had to look at my calendar to make sure. We are in September and two are left. And of the two, one is by far my favorite. I run ideas by her, like elevator pitches or copies ideas by her all the time. I probably don't pay her enough (laughs) at this point, but she's someone who compliments me in a way that I feel comfortable collaborating with her and I'm confident in her ability to complete tasks in a timely manner and be productive. So I delegate things to her often. Often. (laughs) (laughs) So like, If you're having trouble finding that community, that's kind of where the continuous learning and seeking inspiration circles back almost immediately. Go to networking events, whether they're virtual or in person, and find those people that you can collaborate with. And maybe it's not time to completely delegate to another person, but you delegate it to an automation within your CRM or your project management tool. That's also delegating. It's very roundabout, but it's a thing. It's an option. If you have like an inquiry form that gets completed, well, you can automatically send them a scheduling link, or you can automatically send them an email with your brochure of services or anything else. And that's one less thing on your manual to-do list. And it seems small, but I promise it makes a big difference in your overall well-being. So to recap, boosting your mood and increasing creativity and productivity as a business owner requires an approach that combines self-care, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, setting clear goals, seeking inspiration outside of work, continuing to learn and delegate and collaborate with those around you. By implementing these strategies, you can not only improve your overall well-being, but also enhance your business's success. When you're in a good mood, your creativity and productivity will flourish. This 
Does it need a statistic? I mean, I'm sure it does. But like, I can guarantee that you will thrive when you are able to keep yourself in a good mood and be able to bounce back from setbacks with a positive attitude. Oh, so we have a challenge for everybody. Wherever you're listening, we would like for you to leave a review, screenshot the review, and then message us that screenshot. And once you message us that screenshot, you can win some free ebooks to help you with the success of your business. As always, our information is in the show notes. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.